kind of keychain is holding your keys together right now? Is it a gift from your mom that she picked up last minute at a Denver airport kiosk? Is it a twist tie your landlord looped around your house keys when you signed the lease? Is it a Swiss army knife that you've never used, but you always carry it, just in case? Is it made of plastic or metal? Is it sentimental or utilitarian? Whatever your keychain looks like, it's with you everywhere you go. It grants access to your home, your vehicle, and even your secrets. The link between you and a million possibilities. But prior to this moment, right now, when was the last time you really thought about the story your keychain tells? Take, for instance, the keychain on my desk. Dangling off this keyring is a short chain attached to a larger ring. Suspended in the center is a circular disc about the size of a quarter that spins when you flick it. Engraved on one side, letters CC, and on the other, a cheesy slogan. But unlike most keychains, this one is made of silver, a sterling silver alloy. You see, in nature, silver is rarely found alone. It's usually part of a composite alloy, which makes the elements stronger together than they would be alone. A fact we discovered on our deep dive into the middle child of noble metals. For some reason, silver has always been deemed worse than gold, but better than bronze. Always second best, which honestly seems pretty unfair considering its incredible properties. Silver has excellent electrical conductivity, ions that can kill bacteria, and has been a driving economic force throughout history. It's no wonder that the phrase silver bullet has entered our everyday lexicon to mean a simple, if not magical, solution to a complex problem. There's a lot more to silver than meets the eye. And there's a lot more to my keychain than its metallic composition. The story goes much deeper, and silver is quite literally just the surface. When it came into our possession, we had no idea that it would lead us to a small town with a hairy history, where everyone had a secret and no one could be trusted. And the deeper we drilled, the further we would get from the truth, until all we were left with was a Gordian knot of blackmail, bribery, and... And werewolves. Sure, werewolves, but also murder. From the American Podcasting Network, this is the Wayward Guide for the Untrained Eye. I'm Artemis Shoehorn, and I'll be your host this season, along with my brother Paul. I'm Paul. And together, we're going to be diving into a story that is almost too impossible to believe. And honestly, it might never have happened if not for a string of bizarro coincidences. And, and maybe a few teeny tiny missteps on our part. Or rather, misguided acts of journalistic initiative. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. You may be wondering, what is the wayward guide for the untrained eye? And what does it mean? And why is it so difficult to say? Well, the wayward guide for the untrained eye is, it's like your first pair of glasses. You didn't realize how bad your eyesight was, but then you put them on and suddenly you can see things that you couldn't see before. You know, was that stop sign always there? Yes. Yes, it was. You just need a little help. 
and I guess that makes us your glasses. For those of you who don't know us, my brother Paul and I have been producers here at APN for quite a while, so when the chance came along to propose a story for Wayward Guide, we were primed and raring to go. Like horses, like really prepared horses. But there were plenty of capable hosts with their own pitches vying for the same position. Did you know that David Blaine is actually part of a secret organization of magicians who run our deep state government in an Illuminati-style fashion? No, get out of here, Paul. Are you trying to steal my story? What everyone thought was a priceless Basquiat was actually painted by artificial intelligence. The food pyramid is just the beginning of Big Dairy's conspiracy to milk the consumer dry. All I'm going to say is two-in-one shampoo conditioner. But we had found a better story. Or more accurately, a better story found us. It all began with a voicemail. Uh, hello, uh, Miss Shoehorn. My name is Ryan Reynolds. That's R-Y-A-N-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S. I'm calling to tell you, uh, well, I'm here, I'm here to offer you really uh, a story, a really big story I think you'd be very much interested in. This thing is just about the most unbelievable thing you've ever heard, and I'd appreciate it if you could give me a call back. I, I don't want to say too much just yet, especially on an unsecure line. Um, but I don't have a cell phone, so you're going to have to call this number and ask the person on the other end to uh, just leave me a note or... This was the first of the bizarre coincidences I was mentioning earlier. Of course, this wasn't the Ryan Reynolds action comedy star extraordinaire. This was just some guy from some small town called Connor Creek. Although, would the actor Ryan Reynolds really be considered a star? I feel like Pitt, Cruz, and Hanks are the last of the box office draws. You never talk so elegantly as when you discuss things that don't matter at all. We can agree on one thing. This Ryan guy, our Ryan, is a, was a bit of a nut. Miss Shoehorn, hello, me again. I got, I'm a little confused over here because I haven't heard back from you yet. I left about six messages last week and even tried contacting you via snail mail. I think by now you should have received my delicious edible arrangement. Spent a lot of time on that. Hope you like honeydew. It was the cheapest, but it was all I could afford. Thought I might get your attention. Anyway, uh, the only reply I've received is an email from a fellow by the name of Paul saying that he works with you and that you're overwhelmed with stories and you'll get to mine just as soon as you can. But Miss Shoehorn, things are happening right now in Connor Creek and you wouldn't believe any of them. This the is final damage? 18 voicemails, four letters, nine faxes, three packages, and one edible arrangement. More like in-edible arrangement because, you know... All the melon. Nailed it, Paul. You can't blame him. The man had something important to say. Something very important. I would describe Brian as persistent, paranoid, um, and sort of out of touch. But we couldn't shake the feeling that this could be a grape story. We continued to ignore his irritating barrage of messages. That is, until the day he showed up in our office with the story that would change us forever. Orange, you glad we didn't say no? Paul. Come on. Tin Can Brothers presents Wayward Guide for the Untrained Eye. Starring Mary-Kate Wiles and Steve Zaragoza. 
Written and directed by Corey Lubowich, Joey Richter, and Brian Rosenthal. Featuring Grace Taswell, Kyle Reisman, Katie Ingleby, Krista Barrett, Matt Glenn, and Darren Chris. Original theme music, sound design, and mixing by Ears Up Sound Design. Executive producers Corey Lubowich, Joey Richter, and Brian Rosenthal, Paul Komorowski, and Greg Gibbons and April Morris. Go beyond the podcast and watch new episodes of the Wayward Guide Companion Series on YouTube. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, visit waywardguideshow.com or follow Tin Can Bros on Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) 